Today on this episode of Life and Leadership, I sit down with Coach Mathis and discuss what is leadership, who can be a leader, and why is it important. That and much more as we get going. Here we go. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Life and Leadership by Coach Mathis and Coach Lovell. This is our first attempt at uh, trying to discuss what leadership is, what it means to be a leader, why it's important, and um, how it affects every aspect of your life. Uh, these are going to be our thoughts from our experiences and, and hopefully building in uh, questions that you guys may have as we move through this podcast journey together. Uh, Coach Mathis, thanks for joining us today. Um, do you mind giving us just a little... 30-second elevator speech on, on who you are? Sure. My name is uh, Dwayne Mathis, uh, head football coach over at Clark High School here in southern Iowa, just uh, about 40 minutes uh, you know, south of Des Moines. i uh, been a head coach going on my fourth year, or excuse me, going on my fifth year now. I uh, spent uh, a year at uh, a, a small school just east of uh, Cedar Rapids at uh, Springville High School, um, but i uh, been a Football coach uh, over 15 years now, uh, varsity assistant, uh, all the way to to a head football coach, and um, you know also a, an educator here at Clark High School. Teach social studies um, at the high school level. So there's my there's my elevator speech. Perfect. I'll 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 segue right into mine. I'm uh, I'm the head football coach at Marion High School here in the uh, east coast of Iowa, right by Cedar Rapids, Iowa. Um, going into my fifth year as the head coach here at Marion, I was an assistant at uh, school just across town at Linmar High School. I uh, was at a, uh, Cornell College and Lake Forest College. Uh, in an earlier part of my career, I'm in my 15th year of, of coaching football. Um, it's a passion of mine, and it, it leads into uh, a lot of other areas um, that I really feel leadership jumps into. And uh, Dwayne, you and I have a long history. Um, we, uh, we've we been friends for <laughs> how many years, 15, 16 years now. Yeah. I'm going almost, uh, closer to 20 than, than 10. So yeah, that's good. Um, we are brothers from another mother. That's for sure. Um, Absolutely. So I appreciate you jumping on this. Uh, I don't know what do you want to call it journey together. Um, we, we, uh, we both do a lot of reading. We both do a lot of um, engagement with other coaches in our community. And, um, I feel like, uh, you know, we'll see where this goes, but I feel like, uh, there is a large untapped piece, um, regarding coaching and leadership and, and, and life, um, that, uh, sometimes gets overlooked. And I, you know, hopefully along this journey, you and I get better and, and maybe we bring some people with us. Does sound good? A hundred percent. That's what it's about, right? You know, trying to, you know, you know, learn, be a lifelong learner, you know, have that growth mindset where, uh, you know, I certainly don't have all the answers. And I know, uh, you know, I've used you throughout, uh, you know, not even, you know, just as an assistant coach, when, you know, we were both coaching in different spots, uh, as kind of a sounding board. And, you know, I, I, I think this is a, the perfect platform for that, uh, where, where, you know, we've had a lot of discussions where, you know, probably looking back on it, we'd be like, man, that would have been a perfect podcast. You know, some of the things that uh, we've spoken about. Well, I'm sure we're going to get into a lot of that stuff. And um, I guess, you know, as an audience listening, uh, they're going to probably wonder what's the time frame, what's the what's the uh, uh, expectancy of frequency. And well, I'll just go to tell you that 
uh, Coach Mathis and I don't really have any expectations yet other than we hope to provide value to uh, to you in, in this conversation, really, which is what it's going to be. Um, and so just like the title of the podcast, Life and Leadership, uh, Coach, in your estimation, what is leadership? Well, for me, I, you know, I believe leadership starts, you know, with your your people that are in, in charge leading your program, obviously, uh, you know, I, I hate to sound so flip it, but, uh, you know, it starts at the top, you know, where you, where you're going, you have to have an end goal in mind. And, you know, I think that's to me where, where leadership starts is, you know, having a vision, having an idea of where you want to get to. And, you know, I know I've like, when you look at it sports specific for football, for instance, Everyone always says, you know, obviously they want to get to the, you know, to the to win their last football game of the season, which means that you'd be a state champion. But, uh, you know, I think that's that's an easy answer. You know, obviously, everyone who gets into coaching wants to to get to that ultimate to level. But, uh, you know, when it comes down to it, I think it's a much tougher challenge to you know, get to, uh, you know, build those relationships with your student athletes, whatever sport you may be uh, coaching and, uh, you know, trying to make an impact and be transform- uh, transformational instead of just, you know, teaching a kid about the X's and O's and, you know, trying to make them just a better football player, or a better wrestler, better basketball player, better track athlete. So, you know, I think, you know, Leadership to me is having a vision of where you want to get to as a program, not just as, um, you know, not just as a player. Well, what is, uh, you know, I guess I would even go simplify it even more. It sounds like um, as a leader, your job is to provide hope. What do you think? Yeah, I think that's, that's a great way to, to put it. I mean, you know, because that can that could uh, transform over so many different avenues. Hope in what? Hope in their sport. Hope in their life. Hope in their their education. Yeah, because to me, hope means that there is something better than than what is going on right now. Um, hope is uh, the best is yet to come, based on the work that I'm doing or the work that we're doing. Um, so I think. Yeah, I, I, I heard that. I can't remember where I heard it from, but I I feel like that's the job of a leader um, is to provide hope. And it doesn't matter who you are or where you are to to bring that to an organization. And uh, that is um, that's paramount in my mind. Uh, and I'm just simplifying basically what you said. So um, thanks for your thoughts on that. Uh, what what do you. Who should, who can be a leader in your mind? I think everybody can be a leader. Uh, you know, I, I don't, I don't subscribe to that belief that, you know, leaders are born, you know, leaders can be developed. I mean, and it doesn't have to be, uh, your, you know, three time all state, whatever athlete, you know, some of the, the leaders that we have on our team are players that never even get on the field. You know, but it's it's what they do that uh, shows them are that shows them to their teammates that they are a leader. 
how they carry themselves on and off the field or on and off the court is uh, what makes them a leader. Now, I will I will be honest, though, and tell you that I think sometimes uh, some of your better athletes are looked at as a leader just because of how good they are. And sometimes it's it's tougher for athletes who aren't as good or skilled to be looked at as a leader. I mean, let's just be honest. Um, but that's our job as coaches to help elevate those those kids in the eyes of their peers that they are a leader, even though that they aren't the ones who are getting all the notoriety or spotlight on a on a Friday night. So you're, so you're saying – um, kids get thrust into that leadership um, role based on their position and their talent, not necessarily their disposition. I think absolutely they can. Uh, some of the people that are often looked at as leaders on the team aren't probably your best leaders just because of the, the position that they play on the field Yeah, or, or yeah. their athletic ability. Yeah. Yeah. How many times have you seen the, the best athlete uh, be more of a cancer than, um, than, you know, than not? Uh, or not even necessarily even a cancer, just uh, be the one that you're struggling to get the effort out of. I see it every year. I mean, you know, I could name, uh, you know, a, a few that come to my mind immediately. And, and it's sometimes it's, you know, not everyone wants to be a leader. I mean, there's different types of leadership styles out there. It doesn't mean that everyone's like a, a rah, rah type of person. I actually prefer my leaders not to be those uh, rah, rah type of people. I mean, I've, I've had people who have been like, know everything to say, in regards to what you want to, you know, try to give that team a, a pep talk and they say everything and then they go out on the field and they get absolutely dominated. And so then in the eyes of your, their teammates, do they really look at them as a leader Yeah, you know, because they can't back it up what they, what they say on the sideline or what they say, you know, prior to the game starting. Mm-hmm. And then I've had people who don't say a word, but go out there and absolutely, you know, do everything that a coach asks them to do and, you know, players just rally around them. So, you know, um, yes, I mean, people get projected into that spotlight just because of their athletic ability, even though they probably should not be in that position. So it, it, as, as a leader ourselves, you know, just by title, you know, being head coaches in, in two programs, um, we are thrust into that that role of developing leadership. I think we both have the same uh, vision for our program or mission, if you will. You know, develop champions today, building leaders for tomorrow. And uh, one one piece that I'm really moving forward with is is the outcome necessarily isn't as important, but who we become in the process is. And that really is sort of the statement I feel that uh, leaderships are born from or leaders are born from because, you know, like to your point, uh, someone might not believe themselves to be a leader, but through the work that they do in the sports or off the field, uh, they become that person 
through the process of showing up on time, giving their best effort, being a great teammate, being the uh, thermostat in the locker room and in the field uh, to make your team better. And then through the process, they become that next generational leader. And um, maybe not even something that they planned on doing, but it happens because of who they are uh, and not necessarily what they do. Well, and I, something that I, I'd like to add to that is I, I really believe, and I heard uh, you know, I was uh, blessed with the opportunity to listen to uh, Inky Johnson and anyone who's on social media probably knows, you know, his story and, and I'm not going to rehash it or anything like that. But uh, one of the things that he said is perspective drives performance. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I think that that really is uh you know, it hit home for me in the sense of, you know, everyone's perspective is, is different, you know, and how that is able to, uh, you know, you always hear about the process. And I think that's where you're kind of talking about the process is going to be, you know, what we're trying to do is going to drive our, our performance or our results or our success. And, you know, I think that uh, when you, when you take a look at people's perspective and that you understand where they're coming from, um, you know, and, and ultimately that goes to building those relationships with those student athletes that you have, that is going to drive the performance of your program. That sounds like it's our next episode right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, mean, I, I mean, I think there's a lot of pieces there that, um, you know, you, you can pick apart, um, so let, let's go back to leadership because yeah. uh, I wrote down the perspective drives performance because I think we need to come back to that. Um, you know, we've talked about what leadership is and who can be a leader, but, you know, let, let's focus on the importance piece of that. What, why is it important to have leadership, not only from the top, but within the ranks? Well, I always feel it's much more effective in regards to leadership to, you know, to have it come from inside, not from the top to be honest with you. I mean, I, my job is to help develop those leaders, but it's much more effective amongst the pack of players that you have, or, you know, what we say is amongst our tribe to have that leadership come from within. Uh, you know, I always felt like it was much more powerful for me as a player <laughs> when I had, uh, you know, seniors or other people, uh, you know, just people I respected as, as friends or peers to say, you know, Hey man, why weren't, why weren't you at this thing? You know, we, we need, we need you there, man. And I always felt much more drawn to that than I did when my coach came to me and talked to me and and not that I didn't respect my coach, but to me, I just felt like, man, I don't want to let my teammate down. Do you, do you see that as much in today? I, I think kids are much harder to do that, want, want to do that. They don't want to feel like the tryhard or the Debbie Downer, you know, to be like, you know, hey, man, don't, you know, get off my back. And I, I feel like it's a lot harder for kids to want to hold each other accountable. And when you get to that level with teams, I mean, some pretty special stuff happens. Yeah, I, I would agree with you. You know, you, you, you hear of uh, James Morris, who was at Solon. You know, they won, they won four years and, uh, with Coach Miller down there. And uh, 
yeah, he would he would go to somebody's house and wake them up and make sure they got to uh, the workouts for the summer. Um, so you had kids who, number one, you know, had a kid that could do it on the field, back to what you were talking about before, and, you know, making kids join in or get out. And, um, you know, that to me is the most interesting, challenging piece of the coaching dynamic that people don't really – see uh from the outside in they just see you know the product or 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 hear about the work being done but they don't ever really hear about the kids holding each other accountable or or understanding the importance of it because it is uncomfortable and uh there's nothing that's comfortable about having a teammate call you out for not doing your job you know Uh, no i i would you know i'd uh personally i'd rather uh, get yelled at by my or get called out by my my coach than get called out by uh a peer kind of deal i mean i think uh you know everyone expects at some point your coach to to get on you or to coach you up uh, on something um or it's their job it's my job as a as a coach to want to hold you accountable but no one says it's your your buddy's job on the team who you hang out with or what, you know, at school, eat lunch with all that stuff to, to hold you accountable. Um, you know, one of the most powerful scenes, I, I think, uh, you know, and, and not to sound like Hollywood or anything like that, but, uh, you know, and remember the Titans, uh, you know, the teammate, you know, the all American linebacker tells his best buddy who he's played with, uh, you know, his whole life that he's done because he sees what he's doing on the team uh, that he's not blocking as hard as he could, or he's not doing his job on the, on the team. And so as a leader, he took it upon himself to say like, okay, he's like, I'm cutting you loose. We're not going to have this on the team. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I, I have not seen that in a, in a program for quite some time. And and I, I think kind of what you're getting to, you and I have spoken about this before, uh, but the uncommon commitment that it takes to to want to get to that level um, that starts with that big word that everyone thinks is soft, and that's love for your team, love for your brother, love for the program uh, to put you in a state where nothing else is going to get in your way to putting everything forward in that program, the uncommon commitment. Yeah. And it's, um, you know, for me, that's, that's, a that's far from soft saying the word love. Uh, you know, I, I, I tell my, my players all the time, uh, you know, I love them. I care about them. You know, I coach them like they're one of my own, own children kind of deal. And, uh, you know, I, I don't say that as some, uh, flip it, type of uh comment uh, to them or is this because i think that that's what they they need to hear or want to hear um it is because it is true and you know i hope uh you know my number one goal is uh i think when you know 10 20 15 years down the road whatever it may be uh you know that they look back and, and they know that hey coach mathis really cared about me not just as a football player but just as a human being and wanted and was always pushing me to be better so in all in all facets so you're talking about loving someone when they don't necessarily 
know how to love themselves or, or uh, really even understand what that means uh, because uh, you and I both know as, as parents and coaches and educators that uh, kids crave accountability and discipline. They just don't know how to express it. And the way that we know how to express it is by holding someone to the standard. And um, oftentimes it's misinterpreted as uh, coaches on my ass again, coaches ride me hard again, you know, uh, when in reality it's coaches going out of his way to show you love uh, to hold yourself accountable to the standard of excellence that um, he knows is there and that you're capable of. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest misconceptions is you can't have discipline with love. I mean, we could probably spend a whole show talking about that. I mean, absolutely. I mean, to me, if I love you, I'm going to make sure that I hold you accountable. And, you know, I, I have, um, there's some, a discipline element in there, whether it be, uh, whether, you know, be in the form of saying like, Hey, we need to get you to, to practice or, or, you know, something unrelated to sports is, Hey man, uh, your grades are slipping here. What's going on? Let's get you the help that you need kind of deal. I mean, or it's just, you know, I've, I've had, you know, players come in and, you know, talk about their home life kind of deal. I mean, and and what's going on in their home life and and just sitting there and listening to them. Yeah, that's, uh, that's taking time, right? Because, you know, there's another four letter word that you can replace with love and it's spelled T-I-M-E. Right. Yeah. Uh, that's, uh, that, that's a, that's a big one. Uh, again, you know, that could probably be another show in itself, you know, <laughs> love is time, uh, because you, you are where your heart is and, uh, you know, there's so many pieces to that. Um, so let's, let's, let's talk about leaders who we'd follow, uh, or think about a coach or a, a teacher or a leader that, uh, impacted you what are some of the things that you remember uh from an emotional standpoint um about that person or that relationship what can you can you speak to that well i I probably draw back on you know my own my own coach and you know my own offense and defensive line coach in high school i mean what was um, it what was it about him that what do you do well, I, I think he just took time with me. You know, you talk about that word time. I mean, he had conversations with me about like, where do I want to get to? What do, what do I want to do with my life? Uh, you know, wh- where, uh, how he can help me get to where I want to achieve. And, uh, but at times, I mean, some of the most impactful moments were ones that where he got on me and looking back on it, I was in the wrong. And I know I wasn't, I knew I was in the wrong at that moment, but it was, uh, but it was, um, you know, kind of like, you know, that tough love, Yeah. you know, where he was holding me accountable on things and um, that he uh, understood that he needed to, to do that kind of deal. I mean, so, um, you know, Coach Apple was his name. He he's now a superintendent, and um, he 
you know, still someone I talk to. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I wrote this down before we jumped on this podcast and, you know, a leader who I would follow, then I'll kind of give you my thoughts if you don't care. Uh, but yeah, you know, somebody who's positive, someone who's enthusiastic. And I, I think enthusiastic is uh, not meant in a cheesy way, but someone who genuinely wants to be where they are, um, you know, holds me accountable, cares for me, helps me and does work with me outside of uh, just my nine to five, if you will. You know, if it was a football practice, you know, I would you know, that's that, you know, that would be my job that he would have helped me with uh, or teacher. Um, you know, and, and so a couple coaches come to three, uh, my, my social studies teacher in, in high school, my junior year, Mr. Boker, God rest his soul. Um, my, uh, head coach, uh, at Cornell and my position coach at Cornell, actually my position coach at, in high school as well. Um, you know, they are all different, very different personalities, but the thing they had in common was the accountability piece um, and all done very differently. Um, but I also always knew that they cared about me and um, you know, <laughs> that's the tie uh, that binds it. Right. Yeah. I mean. And, and I wouldn't even say that they, I mean, they did go out of their way, but it, it didn't feel like it, you know, like I remember in college having Thursday night pizza with the defensive backs and coach Sands was, you know, Hey, just, he'd buy the pop and we'd buy the pizza and we'd just sit around and watch college football and talk a little bit. And then, you know, we'd leave, but I look forward to it every Thursday. Cause it was, you know, it was just time at his place. And, right. and, and then, you know, that allowed him when we were at Knox college and the backside got beat on a post and I didn't feel like I could have made the play. So I just kind of stopped running after it from the backside corner. And, uh, he's running down after halftime to where we're meeting and I'm kind of trotting across the field. He puts his shoulder into my back and goes, you ever dog it like that again, level, you'll never see the field. And kept running. And I was like, Oh my God, I about fell over. <laughs> number one, physically, cause he gave me a pretty good shoulder, but number two, it was like, yeah, that's not going to be, that's not going to work for us. And, but that's uh, cause he set a standard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And he set that standard and he was holding you to that standard. He, that personal accountability in the sense of not only does he know that uh, that's not the standard he's letting, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and he knew he could say it to me yeah. because I would, uh, I would listen and listen. I didn't want to let him down. But and, if uh, he didn't invest that time into you, and he did that, would that have had that impact on you? Uh, you know, it, it, it would have scared me, but it wouldn't have had the lasting impact, I don't think. Um, right, where you're 20 years later, you're still able to recall it? Oh, yeah. In fact, I've, every time I see him, I kind of joke with him about it, and he's like, I don't remember you saying that ever. Because <laughs> you bring it up all the time, and he laughs. And I was like, dude, it, it left an impact on me because, you know, effort is in the heart. And uh, that was a heart issue for me at that point in my career. And right. uh, it was a, it was a small little piece, but uh, you know, I remember my defensive back coach, Mr. Um, Mr. Nyweem, coach Nyweem, he, uh, he was the only one to help me recruiting in college. I wanted to play college football and he put a highlight film together for me, you know, back when you had to cut it up on the VCR and, 
uh, you wrote one of the most poignant recommendation letters for me. Uh, when I read it, I was, uh, you know, I cried because it meant so much to me. Um, and he didn't have to do any of that, but he did. And he's, uh, he's passed on, um, from, from, uh, you know, various illness. I think he had cancer 15 years ago or so, but, you know, so I guess back to that point of, you know, leader who I'd follow, you know, that those are the guys that made me want to get into coaching, uh, and be the leader to impact the lives, uh, of young people and right with you. both education and, uh, coaching really coaching and teaching are the same thing. Um, in my opinion, and, um, it, it's a, it's a pretty, pretty ubiquitous term, that leadership term we've been talking about, but I think we've kind of come to the consensus that, uh, it is, uh, a fairly broad term, but it's very, very specific and, uh, hard to do, um, without coaching. Yeah, Absolutely. Or, or maybe not so, even maybe not even coaching, maybe just example, right? Seeing examples of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I couldn't agree more. But uh um yeah, I, I'm excited for where this uh you know this uh podcast takes us. So I mean I think we got uh we we, we could uh spawn off uh several of these topics in the future shows and I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, that'll be great. That'll be great. Well, after much uh, a, what, an hour's worth of frig, we, we got this <laughs> thing rolling and yeah. uh, we're right at about 30 minutes. So I, I yeah. think that's a I think that's a perfect time frame, to be honest with you. And um, let's see where it goes. Let's see who wants to sponsor us and get on this million dollar journey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I hear you. So uh, I'm, I'm just looking forward to, you know, fellow coaches or educators who who want to go on this journey and share their ideas and thoughts and, and uh, comments with us. And uh, like, you know, I said, I don't have all the answers, but I, nope. I, I, I love to love to, to try to find them, you know, and if it doesn't work, I'm not ashamed to say it didn't work and, and scratch that. And what may work for me, you know, uh, may not work for, for you, Tim or vice versa. And, uh, uh, but that's what this is about is just sharing those ideas and, and trying to, you know, trying to better ourselves. I just wrote down another topic, admitting your mistakes. <laughs> oh, I, we could spend a whole lot of time on those for me. Uh, so I've only made one, right? <laughs> well, uh, I, I can't say that. So I'm kidding. You know, I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, brother. Well, I right. appreciate your time. And uh, until next time, let's, uh, let's keep talking about life leadership and how we develop the, uh, the best in everyone. Talk Sounds soon. Sounds great. Talk All soon. Right.